everyone, I'm your host Brittany and welcome back to my library. Welcome to another episode in the podcast. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope everyone had a good week. Um, what did I do this week? I went back to work. Vacation was over for me. I am sorry I didn't upload a video or a podcast episode last Sunday. I our family was in town, Will's family, and so we were just celebrating with them, and um, then that weekend was just crazy. We had so much cleaning up to do, and we were just so tired, but I, so I took a break for that week, but I'm, I'm back regularly scheduled programming and ready to talk about books. I hope everyone who celebrated Thanksgiving had a great one. I definitely, it's weird being an adult and living away from home for Thanksgiving and like holidays and stuff. I just feel like it's so different from when you're a kid. Like if you grew up celebrating these holidays in a big way and then you're an adult and you're like not really sure how to continue that because you don't have like a family to do that with if you're away from your family you don't have your own family to do that with and I definitely miss my family the most during this time of year because we live so far away and I can't like we can't just go for every single holiday even though I kind of wish we could but yeah I am excited for Christmas because we will be going out back to Colorado and I just can't wait. I'm so excited. But yeah, I I can't believe it's already December. The new year is just around the corner. I have two books left of my reading challenge before I reach 80 books this year. We'll see how many books I get through, whether that's 80 books or like 82 or something like that next year I my husband was like oh you should try to read like a hundred books or something but that's a lot of books and for what we're planning to do next year I might not have time to do that but I don't know we'll see I might keep it at 80 though but since it's December it's what day is it today I'm recording this on Saturday December 3rd so that means it's time for a reading wrap-up. November was a really weird reading month for me. I was in a huge book slump, and it was really hard for me to get through books, but I did get through five or six, so it's not that bad. Not as good as I wanted to do, but yeah, it's okay. Book slumps are really hard to get through sometimes. You just have to like force yourself to read or like read the first couple chapters of a book and then move on to the next book but because it doesn't it didn't interest you but anyway oh something that I want to share is since I'm I'm recording this on Saturday and this episode will come out tomorrow on Sunday tonight my parents got us tickets to see Hamilton live in an actual like theater the actual musical Hamilton and I'm so excited I am so 
I don't know. I can, I'm just excited. That's all I can say. I can't wait for tonight. And I just have been thinking about it all week. And that's like, yeah, if I want to just make it to Saturday. So next week, I will share how it goes and our experience. I The only thing I'm like anxious about is finding like parking and finding our seats. But once we're there, I will be okay. We'll be okay. But yeah, I am so excited. So let's get into it. Before I share the books that, I'm, that I read last month, let me share what I'm currently reading. I'm currently reading Writers and Lovers by Lily King. This is kind of like a, I feel like it's a literary romance not really like a contemporary romance because I feel like there's more depth to it than just contemporary romance so I feel like literary romance fits it well but you have Casey who's a waitress she's a writer she's been like stuck on a book for six years she just can't finish her book and she is drowning in college debt she didn't understand how debt worked and now she's literally drowning in it and her mother just died so things for Casey are going super well as you can tell and she meets this guy at um, like a writing party and he's a single dad and it's just about them their relationship them her like trying to get out of her writing slump rut and I'm really enjoying it. I think it's a good read. Jack Edwards, who's like the king of booktube, recommended it and um, I I picked it up and yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I think there's something about like writers reading about writers struggling to write their books. It's like very like um multiverse inception to me but I like it it's good okay so as for November reads let's get into the reading wrap-up finally these are the books I read this month I started off the month with the Hawthorne Legacy by Jennifer Lynn Barnes I gave this book three stars now the series is very popular People absolutely love it, and I can see the hype, but I personally didn't like it as much. I thought it was okay, but I I was let down a lot. I had a lot more expectations that this book didn't meet. But let me just explain the premise of the first book. So the main character, Avery, she has just come into millions of dollars, and now she has like all this wealth. Um, this guy she's never met just gave her all of his money and assets and everything. And his family is livid. He has like two daughters and four grandsons. And they are all upset, wondering why he chose this girl that they don't know over his own family. And so now they have to trying to figure out the mystery of why her and not them 
and she starts in getting into like a little love triangle with two of the grandsons who are her age. Um, but yeah, the second book really goes straight from the first one. They're still trying to figure out um, why she was picked. She finds out some secrets of why she might have been chosen and she finds some family secrets that were dug deep to hide and um, they threaten to like come out and whatever and so she has to kind of deal with all of the press and secrets and just keep it all hidden but something I absolutely hated was just the careless decisions that Avery seemed to make all the time. Like, she has all these people trying to help her. She doesn't really care or respect that. She would just run off any instance that she got when, like, people were out to murder her for her, for the, for the money. And so that just was bothering me. I was like, oh my gosh, Avery, just, like, listen and stay put. Like, a puzzle isn't worth your life. And something I also hated and just made me, like, lose respect for the book even more was the use of Avery's friend. She would, like, cuss all the time, but she would use, like, quote, Christian cuss words, like, um, oh, like, oh, son of a Dutch, or, like, oh, fudge, or, like, ashhole. And I was, I was just so embarrassed and cringed every time. I thought it was so annoying. It like pulled me out of the story instantly every time. I just had to set the book down a couple of times because it was so cringy. I was like, ah, I don't, I can't like just say the word or don't say the word at all. I, if you're going to write a book but make it YA, it's like, why would you have that, have her do that? I don't know. And it was like so often, so often. And it bothered me so much. And I just, I don't know. I either use the real words or don't, but don't do this in between. That is annoying. But it's not like I hated this book. I enjoyed it. I loved how short the chapters were just wasn't my favorite and I've heard not so many good things about the final book that just came out a few months ago called The Final Gambit so I don't think I'm going to finish this series I feel like people were like oh the first two books five stars it was a masterpiece but the the third book was like three stars for me and I was like yeah if I feel like, the first two books were mediocre three stars, then how am I going to feel about the last one that everyone seems to not like at all? So, I don't think I'm going to finish the series, but I'm okay with my decision. And, yeah. I have, like, really bad allergies right now, so sorry if I, I'm, like, nasally or whatever. The cats, man, they give me such bad allergies. But I wanted to um, read the first line of these books so that you get an idea of the writing style. Plus, I just think it's fun to share the first line. 
um, I like doing it. So the first line of the the Hawthorne Legacy is, tell me again about the first time the two of you played chess in the park. So literally this book picks up right after this first one. But yeah, there you go. Three stars for that one. The next book I read was Finley Donovan is Killing It by El Cosimano. I gave this book four stars. I really enjoyed it. Finley Donovan writes suspense romance novels and she has made her major writer's block. She's newly divorced. She has two kids. She's struggling financially. When she's overheard in a restaurant talking to her agent about the plot of her next book, everything delves into chaos as a woman, the woman asks her a small favor, just a teeny tiny favor, to take care of her problem husband, as in to, uh, she tries to hire her as a hitman. Finley then freaks out, tries to explain that she's actually not a hitman, but in all of the chaos, she gets pulled into this wild adventure. I loved the plot of this book and the little subplots that were so interesting. And like the twist of like the truth of what's actually going on. I really liked it. And I was genuinely worried to see if like Finley could get away with all of this. And I was trying to like think of ways that she could um, get, out, get out of her chaotic situation without criminalizing herself. But then I realized that I didn't have to do that because she isn't a real person. And this was a story and it would tell me how it ends. But I don't know. It just made it like it just brought in made it seem like the stakes were so real. Um, yeah, I can't wait to get my hands on the second one. It was so easy to read. It sucked me in. I got lost in Finley's world. And I just, yeah, it was so good. Um, the first line in this book is, It's a wildly known fact that most moms are ready to kill someone by 8.30 a.m. on any given morning. That's a great start. It really pulls you in instantly. It also, yeah, I definitely um, recommend this book. It was very good. If you like fluffy, kind of lighter uh, books, but you kind of want to get into like mystery or like more suspenseful, this is a good one to get into because it's very lighthearted, even though it is like a murder mystery. It's not like, it's not like scary or anything. And um, the characters are really good. Um, the characters are really funny, and I just love, like, the banter that Finley has with, um, some of her characters, and just the way that the story flows, I thought was very good, um, but yeah, I definitely recommend. It's the, like, only pink book on my shelf of, like, black and dark colored, like, thriller mystery novels, and I like that. I like that it's, like, pink, but it's a mystery book. Um, okay, book three of this month was The Roughest Draft by Emily Wilberly and Austin Sigmund Broca. I butchered his name the other week, and I have been embarrassed about it since. 
Like, I literally forgot how to read when I said his name, and I'm embarrassed. But anyways, he and Emily, they wrote a great book. I gave this book four stars as well. This is about um, a writer duo, co-authors, Katrina and Nathan. They co-wrote some very successful books that garnered them a lot of fame in the book community. But that was three years ago, and they haven't spoken since the release of their most successful book. Katrina has had a hard time writing since that night, and Nathan has written a couple of books since then, but he has not been very successful like he was with Katrina. Basically, something happens, and they refuse to work together, to be seen together, to have any contact with each other other at all, but they have a contract to write one more book together, so they do... They go back to the beach house where they wrote their other book and they kind of have to learn how to work together again and how to survive the two months that they've given each other to write this whole book. So they both, they like, they literally want to do it as fast as possible and get out of there. Um, But they start writing their feelings into the book into the characters that they create and it gets messy it's forced proximity because they live in this same house together it's kind of like a small town romance because they're in the small beach town um but yeah i really enjoyed it i do think that the conflict between the two characters went on a little long and like okay Katrina is engaged to this horrible guy and he made me really upset and I was angry at Katrina for keeping him around so long but um I did it was like Pam and Roy vibes to me with Katrina and her fiance um but yeah I did enjoy the story and the chemistry that Katrina and Nathan had with each other was so cute sometimes I feel like in these types of like romance books where they're like friends to enemies back to like friends they have like a falling out that falling out that needs to be like worth them not speaking for however many years because if it's not then I'm like really like that's what you got mad about and you know it's like a mystery of what happens exactly but then when you find out you're like oh well well, yeah of course that makes sense and I feel like this one did make sense in the right context and for like how long they spent apart and whatever but yeah I don't know I I did enjoy it I thought it was very good the first line of this book is the bookstore is nothing like I remember Great sentence, short and sweet. We love that. The roughest draft, everybody. Then I read Daisy Hates by Jessa Hastings. I gave this one four stars. This is the second book in the Magnolia Parks series universe. And I've talked about this series a couple of times. This book was in Daisy Hates' perspective. And she, it's all about her drama with the boys of her life and it's like a mafia romance her brother's a gang lord and her love interest comes from like a family of the same profession 
I really like this series. I know a lot of people don't like this series and have a lot of criticism because of all the drama back and forth. The first book is basically Gossip Girl, but if Gossip Girl is completely only about Chuck and Blair and all of the back and forth and miscommunications, but the characters are, they're in their 20s, they have all the money they could ever want, and they act so immature. If you don't like miscommunication tropes, like if you hate them, don't read the series because that's what the series is basically about. But I enjoyed it, and I think it's really interesting and entertaining. It's like a reality TV show with how dramatic everything is, and I just love that. I loved the first book, but I think I love Daisy Hates more because there's just more going on in the background. You get three or four people's perspectives in this book, and with the other Magnolia Parks books, it's only Magnolia and BJ's perspective you read from, and it's a little hard to read because the language is so British and I would get a little confused by like the sentence structure but I I had to really focus on reading in a British accent in my head and then the sentence would make sense which doesn't bother me I can switch that pretty easy in my brain but I know it's difficult and like not worth it for some other people so um, I did really like this book. I liked the, like, relationships that Daisy was trying to work through with, and I loved, like, the other people's perspective. You see, like, her brother's perspective, her love interest's perspective, and a couple more people, I think, and yeah like I really enjoyed her brother's perspective a lot because he's the gang lord and I just thought like his storyline was pretty cool uh I can't like if if the next book is about Daisy Hates then I will want to see more of her brother Julian because I did enjoy him a lot the first line on this book is no guns at the dinner table that is my one rule we love that Slay Daisy hates nothing like a sister of a game lord keeping her brother and his gang accountable. The last book I read was Magnolia Park's The Long Way Home. This is the latest book out in the series right now. I also gave, I don't know, I was like, should I give this one five stars or four stars? Because it did make me cry. I feel like it was four and a half stars. But this was Magnolia and BJ again, and it was more about their past and their history, and more secrets came out about why they are the way that they are. And I was not expecting to cry in this book, but it had me crying pretty hard at, at a couple times. I really enjoyed it, but it was so frustrating at times when you think they're getting back together and then they get pulled apart, and then you think they're getting back together, and then they're getting pulled apart again. The The pridefulness that they have towards each other is so infuriating, but I was so sucked in, and I, I just was like, of course you feel that way, when in all honesty, I'm like, you're 25, like, grow up. But yeah, I... I got so sucked in, I just have to know what's next. 
and I kept reading and it was so good and the book did not feel like 500 pages it felt too short to be honest and then the ending made me feel so many different emotions I just put it down after I finished and just stared at the wall trying to process what just happened like I can't believe we have to wait for the next book who knows how long it's going to take and I am going to just sit here in so much anticipation until that book comes out so I really enjoyed this it was very good I definitely recommend the series but if you don't I mean if you don't like the the um miscommunication stuff then you know that's fine but anyways okay the first line in this book is hipsters aren't my favorite people they used to be my least favorite kind of people, but they've actually been absurd. By who, you wonder? You'll just have to read to know. Okay, so that is all the books I read in November. That was, let's see, let me count. One, two, three, four, five books. Not a lot, but that's okay. I can't believe we're in December 2022 is almost over. I am excited to share with you the favorite books that I read this month or this year and kind of do like a yearly wrap up. I I will have to see how I can put that together and not make it super long. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah, I am so excited for this next year. I think it's going to be a good year. But these are the books that I'm hoping to get to before the new year and to wrap up my reading journey of 2022. The first one is Normal People by Sally Rooney. I'm hoping to get through. This one is like literary fiction. It's kind of like miscommunication trope, I think. Um, There's a TV show of this book and apparently it's really good and so I'll read the book and then watch the TV show and that'll be fun um I want to read by the book by Jasmine Gullery this is like a rom-com rom contemporary romance like Beauty and the Beast ish kind of retelling I think it's it looks so cute and I'm excited to read that then I want to read They Went Left by Monica Hesse. The, this one is a historical fiction about this girl who just came out of a concentration camp after the war ended, and she is trying to find her brother, who she was separated from at some point along the way. And... Then I want to read The Atlas Paradox by Olivia Blake, which is the second book in the Atlas Six um, series, and we all know my feelings on Olivia Blake, so I'm excited to read that one. I've already read and finished one book this month. I know. I read it in one day. Look at me. I'm back on track, you guys. Um... And then, so that's one book I've already read, and then I'm reading Writers and Lovers right now. I'm also kind of reading this book, Guild, by Raven Kennedy. Everyone loves this series, and I've I've started it. I have 
um, the first book on my Kindle, it's like a whole series. I don't know if I said that already. I'm cautiously enjoying it. We'll see. It seems very spicy. I wouldn't say romantic, like sweet romance, but I don't know. Anyways, but that's what I'm planning on reading this month. I'm super excited to make a new year reading plan and map out the next year. Maybe I'll share that with you. But I think it'll be a great last month of the year. And yeah, so with that, I'll end today's episode. Thank you so much for coming to my library and tuning in. I hope you have a fantastic week. You can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and I will speak to you later. Or as Haley Pham says at the end of her YouTube videos, I'll see you somewhere else on the internet. Okay, bye!